Welcome to the Well-Designed Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Healy, and together with my friend and co-host, Kyle Wood, we'll share how we're integrating human design into our own lives. We're both entrepreneurs in the wellness space, navigating running our own businesses while being present in our personal lives, all without burning out in the process. In this episode, we'll include plenty of practical tools to get you unstuck and feel more in flow. Let's get started. I really wish it would do the countdown. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. With like the silent. Yeah. Well, we had, because well, we had, we used another platform that had countdown. Oh, and yeah. yes, it was very much the Wayne's World <laughs> yeah. moment that we had before every episode. And I kind of missed that. But everything else about this we could just great, do it. but you know. I could count you I mean, I just did it, so like now <laughs> we're gonna have to count each other down. Yeah. So whoever is introducing the episode gets to like sit, and then the other person gets to cue them in. Sounds good. Done. Deal. Okay. I'm in. All right. Great. Welcome to Well Designed. I'm Brandy Healy, and I'm here with my co-host Kyle Wood. Hello. 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 Or you could just be quiet and weird. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> The pause, the pause, sorry. I'm just like spicy today. Um, And you might have heard at a giggle that you're unfamiliar with, we have a guest episode. So these have been super fun for us to record. This is our third one. And, you know, this was always something that was in the plan when we talked about doing a podcast is like, how exciting will it be like when we have guests on? And now they're here and it's just been loads of fun i don't know kyle what do you think yeah the guest episodes are my favorite so and i like (laughs) (laughs) we we keep having your your uh acquaintances on uh so it's nice meeting people i don't know as well in this kind of setting yeah it's been so fun and so this is our third guest episode and our guest today um is mariah and mariah is a i'm gonna screw this up i'm putting so much pressure on myself to <laughs> Too like many mariah words. hatch yes you are an emotional wellness, wellness yoga, yoga coach. coach yes okay. i was like <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to get this wrong thank you so much for being on with us today mariah i'm of so course. pumped to have you and I'm as excited. kyle mentioned you and i you know know each other and one of the reasons that you know I'm super excited mm-hmm. to have you on is you are a little bit newer in the discovery mm-hmm. of human design. So some of the people that we had on um, in our previous episodes, like they've had you know six months to a year of kind of awareness in the space, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit longer than you know two years. So still fairly new, but we're like, you're like months into your journey. I'm a baby on this journey. (laughs) And I was just saying before we started recording, like, I feel like famous being on this podcast because (laughs) I'm a fan, first and foremost, of this podcast. I'm like, my main content for learning about human design right now is through this podcast. So I'm so excited (laughs) to appear on it and learn as a guest, which is kind of a fun avenue to do it. Okay. So I don't know about you, Kyle, but like my projector heart is exploding. (laughs) Yeah, it feels pretty good. 
You just made us both feel very deeply seen. So for those of you out there, it, for the projectors in your life, like words of affirmation are our love language. Mm. And that was that was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> well, so and Brandy, too, you gave me my first reading. I literally was like, wait, what's human design? And Brandy's like, oh, I'll give you a little 30-minute reading. So, like, literally first experience is from you. So... Well, awesome. it was funny because like, so Mariah and I have the same business coach and Mariah is mm -hmm. getting coached and the whole time I'm just sitting there going, I wonder what her human design type is. And like, <laughs> if she knew, if she knew her strategy, I think that would really help her. <laughs> she knew her uh, authority. I think that would really help her a lot. Just me projecting yeah. away. <laughs> well, and it has, honestly. And now I do the same thing as I'm listening. I'm like, ooh, I wonder what my husband's design is. Ooh, I wonder what my dad's is. Ooh, I wonder what my sister's mm -hmm. is. How would this play out? So it's very helpful information. Welcome. Welcome to the rabbit hole. <laughs> We're glad to have you. So Mariah, we would love for you to just chat a little bit about what it is that you do and maybe... Or maybe before what you do, how did you get, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about this before, like, how did I get in the wellness space? And I mean, it's a bit of a journey. Um, so I, I've always just been really emotional. Like I'm a really emotional, sensitive human, but never really leaned into it. So for a lot of years, this was just like a weakness of mine. I didn't really ever envisioned myself in the wellness space. I had to be a teacher. I was really into like the arts and theater and stuff like that. Um, and it was when I was in college, I like switched majors so many times, but I was kind of just like bored of my job. I was like working in a theater and I was kind of like sick of it. And so I just like wanted to try something new. And so I found a job working at like a treatment center for suicidal teenagers and loved it mostly because like I'm getting trained on how to teach them these like emotional wellness skills. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> this information is extremely helpful. And like, why isn't everyone learning about this? So it really started to help me like understand my own emotions and like be more in tune with them myself. And then I just like loved being able to help others with that, like helping these teenagers. Um, and then I actually, so at the time I was going to school to be a teacher and I took like a semester off to go teach in China, um, teach English. And it was when I was there that like, I was just struggling a lot with mental health stuff, like not, not because I was away from home, but just like my normal stuff. And, but because I was away, I was like, kind of cut off from my normal coping resources. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, what do I do? So it was when I was living in China that I like, really leaned into Eastern philosophy and was learning a lot about that. And it just like totally resonated with me. And that's when I found yoga as like my main tool for healing and coping. And um, I learned a lot through doing yoga regularly about how important movement is with like emotion release. So I'm just like huge into emotion and understanding emotion and learning skills for how to process them. Um, I ended up still becoming a teacher. So I was a teacher for two years with like, and I worked with middle schoolers. So still in the teenager realm, which I love. Um, and it was like a little heartbreaking because it was like really hard, like as just an English teacher to like, have the amount of time and space that I wanted to like teach these skills of emotional wellness, right? So I like, especially mm. like post COVID and like in the community that I was in, like, I needed to teach these kids how to read, you know? So I just feel like there was like a, it was very draining and very exhausting. 
And my first year of teaching was so hard. That's actually, it was when I was off my first year that I decided to get certified to teach yoga. So I've only been certified as a yoga teacher for a little over a year. Um, I started teaching yoga on the side and it was just like really fulfilling, um, like being able to physically witness others, like being able to release their emotions um, and process them through yoga philosophy. And so I ended my last year teaching and I've gone full time into my business to help people to do that. So that's how I got here. Such a cool story. Like I didn't realize how you got into working with like adolescents, like through a treatment center. So now it makes so much sense. Like hearing yeah. you talk about like, you know, you have a degree in psychology, right? Yeah, that that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like now that like all of these pieces are kind of like clicking together and I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense now, like hearing a little bit more about your story. Yeah, because it's just like I felt so defenseless as a teenager, like my emotions just felt like always a problem. And so coming into a space where we're like, I was teaching teenagers how to experience this. I'm like, wait, why aren't we? Why? is not everyone learning about this. Like, this is so important and so beautiful. And it's it's been a really beautiful transformation for me to like have this thing that used to be such a weakness be like the thing I love most about myself. Like I love feeling deeply. I love giving myself permission to just feel without knowing why I'm feeling a certain thing and just like letting my body be and experience it. And it's just like so grounding and lovely it just like makes living so much more beautiful so oh so good so good <laughs> I'm like can you teach my kids <laughs> would love to it's funny because I actually mostly work with adults now um I, I have like one client who's a child but yeah I mostly work with adults yeah we but it is too. I would love to eventually get back into using what I'm doing now in my business in a school setting um, but uh, yeah, I've needed to kind of take a step back from school. <laughs> Afterwards, we'll sidebar. I'm going to hook you up with Gina because you two have a lot of parallels. Yeah. with like, she was like a, a, in musical theater and like te taught musical theater to middle schoolers. Oh, that's so funny. Yes. So again, we'll sidebar on that, but <laughs> and you can talk to her because she works with kids in yoga out here in California. That's so cool. Yep. Anyhow. I would love to just hear, I know like you had mentioned that you um, had first he heard about human design through me and just mm -hmm. really curious, like would really just like to hear from you, what about it piqued your interest and maybe the first time that you heard about your human design, like what stood out to you and maybe how did you feel hearing about it? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like, well, when you reached out to me, Brandy, you had like mentioned, because in the, in the coaching call that we had been on together, I was talking about struggling to make decisions, which is something I've always struggled with. Um, and so I think that's probably the first thing, like my, um, I don't even know what it's called, but like I, in my chart, it says that I should trust my gut. Your authority. Um, my authority. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to trust my gut, like that's just something that's been a reoccurring theme throughout my life is like when I'm trying to figure things out, like the overwhelming 
lesson that I feel like I'm constantly needing to learn is like, no, just trust yourself, just trust yourself. Mm. Um, and so that really spoke to me. And then, um, as I mentioned, being deeply emotional, like my emotion center is open. And when you talked about the emotion center, I was like, oh my gosh, please, all the avenues for helping me understand, like, <laughs> yeah. why... Like, I didn't even know the word empath until I was, like, 24 years old. And I, someone, <laughs> like, I was, like, four years into working in the treatment center. And people are, like, yeah, it's really hard for empaths. I'm, like, what? Like, I used to just be, like, oh, yeah, I have a lot of empathy. And people were, like, neat. And I'm, like, no, it's, like, very painful. Like, yeah. it is not an enjoyable experience. Yeah. And so I when I learned the word empath, like, someone gave me a book. And I read the first page and just, like, sobbed and then gave it to everyone I know. Like, here, this explains me. Here, I, like, gave it to my husband, gave it to my mom. I'm, like, just read this it explains everything so and that's kind of like with human design the open emotion center is just like another avenue of understanding like oh like i literally in my body and am absorbing other people's emotions and like the first time i learned that it was so helpful um and it's through yoga that i learned to kind of like release that um so yeah i would say those are the two things my authority and my open centers were kind of what resonated the most. And, and so Kyle, I'm really curious because I think that in what Mariah is speaking to, I know you and I have had conversations because mm. similar to you, Mariah has a defined mind and a defined head mm. and it's disconnected from where she makes her authority. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like what I have kind of witnessed is she gets stuck in her head and ignores <sighs> her authority yeah yes yes yeah, so and can similarly you both yoga. have open throat yeah. open emotional mm -hmm. center so lots of similarities yeah so looking at your chart if i didn't know you and know anything this is what i would say would happen i would say you would feel <laughs> someone someone else's you're picking up on someone else's vibe whether it's like intensely sad or angry or whatever you've also got an undefined ego center which is like where, mm -hmm. where our self-esteem and things can come from. So you're like, it's my fault. You immediately put it mm -hmm. in your fault. Mm -hmm. And then that, and that comes as a feeling as well, not just in your head. And then, right. you, then you go up into your head, which is very powerful. And you start trying to make rational sense of what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got that undefined threat. So you probably then have trouble communicating to other people what, it is. Brandy's just like smiling over there. <laughs> like, I'm like about to cry. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's good. I'm like, he's going real deep, real fast. <laughs> so I'm like so proud of him. Yeah. If I just look at that, like right side of the chart. Yeah. So like, it's just, it is just your makeup and it's actually, I hope mm. today we'll talk a bit about like, and I think you've already started understanding how much of a, a superpower all of that can be like in the moment obviously it yeah. feels horrible but um finding practices and like i was going to say before when you were talking about being in china and you started getting exposed to these eastern philosophies it just reminded me how i know i sometimes think of this stuff as being like a modern day problem like we're all having existential mm -hmm. crises and stuff like that but like how you you're both yoga instructors how old's yoga 2000 more yeah so like <laughs> obviously as humans we've been struggling with 
stuff for a, a long time that we've had to develop these pr- uh, practices to um, mm-hmm. to help help ourselves. So uh, I think that's a good good reminder as well. Yeah. Yes, definitely. They've just the the problems have just changed flavor, but the, at the <laughs> yeah, end of yeah. the day, they're still the same problems. Yeah. Like, you know, do people love me? You know, <laughs> like, do I matter? Like, why am I here? Like, we're still asking the same questions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's so interesting, like, thinking about the defined mind, like you were talking about, Kyle, because I've never, like, I think because my emotion center is, like, the most prevalent thing, like, I've never considered myself, like, a logical person, Mm. but I am very, like, intellectual, and I worry a lot, and so I do get in my head, I also have, like, I I have obsessive compulsive disorder, and so I do a lot of the, like, what does this mean? I got to figure it out. I need to understand it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just like learning to drop into my body and trust the fact that my emotions like know a lot. Um, it's just like something I didn't think that I struggled with because I, you know, I've always been very emotionally intelligent. Um, but yeah, that kind of like conflict with the head is like really resonates. Yeah. 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 It's so, and well, I, uh, even and now knowing it, I still get get stuck there. Well I, well, I was, when was that even this week? Last week, I was melting down with Brandy <laughs> in, our, <laughs> in our chat messages. <laughs> totally melting down. Um, and it's nothing that like a good uh, a good walk or something like that. Uh, I mean, for you might yeah. be like a practice, but that like disconnect. And my wife was also like, I think you need to go for a walk. I think you trying to like, <laughs> yeah. shuffle me out of the house. <laughs> I, I was like, I think. I'm like, it sounds like you're thinking a lot and you should do something that you enjoy <laughs> to distract yourself uh-huh. for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, you I feel that. Real in your head right now. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm... Zoe just told me to go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> and like, much better, not like a new person. It's like, you know, when you get Literally. off of your mat. Yeah, yeah. You get off of your mat. It's like, you, you, oh, it's just, it's an oh. energetic shift. And yeah, even in my business, I feel like I'll literally like be crying to my husband. Like, I don't even, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like I just started a whole business. I don't, do I even like yoga? I don't even know. If this is and, then, and then I'll like go teach a session and I'm like, oh, I love my job. I love my clients. That was amazing. I have the best life ever. Like it's, it's very yeah uh, <laughs> i resonate switch. with that so much i feel like i want that as a t-shirt now like do i even like yoga <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like those moments where you just have these like irrational oh thoughts uh, in the moment yeah that's like every person that's like takes like public yoga classes like that is like your existential crisis before you go that is yeah. like a, a, yeah. a meme in the making and then like afterwards <laughs> like same thing you're like clicking up your heels and like <laughs> yes. walking out of the studio to your car like oh it's like it's like a glow so up like <laughs> yeah and as a teacher person. i'm doing the same thing yeah yeah literally like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes Amazing. we have to be our own teacher and talk ourselves off the ledge, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, one of the things that, like, when we first 
started chatting and you were talking about your emotions, you kept saying like, it was always a weakness. It was always Mm -hmm. a weakness. And like, you know, I think that one of the things that I have found so useful about human design is that usually the things that we perceive as our weaknesses actually turned out, turn out to be like our strengths and like, Oh, 100%. Although like having that open emotional center is like where you are sensitive and where you're really impacted. Like that's also the place like you have to learn your biggest lesson and then to like teach that lesson. So then to see like, that's where you're taking your clients as well is you know you can really be that voice of like I've been where you've been I've like yeah you know I've sat in that low place or I've taken other people's emotions or I have felt you know like I, I think like a good like term that people feel like when they're emotional is like they feel like they're too much for other Mm. people and at the beginning you just like so beautifully were like and now I can like feel my emotions and like allow myself to experience them and feel very liberated by them and like what a different conversation around having a depth of emotion and being able to feel other people's emotion adds to like it was a weakness it was like too much yeah well and even like not even like experiencing what my clients feel in terms of being full of emotions but even in a session itself like I can feel what they're feeling Mm -hmm. I'm like oh this is making them anxious right now Mm -hmm. where in the past, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't even decipher what's mine, what someone else's. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know how to get rid of this. I'm like, was like afraid to be vulnerable with people because people, you know, they feel that and people just like share their whole life stories with me all the time. Yeah. And it was like really <laughs> overwhelming. And now I, because I have like the skills and the tools to feel it and experience it and then shed it when I need to. Like, it's such a superpower in my actual sessions where I'm like, okay, this is making you feel anxious. Like, let's explore that. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy must be looking up. Oh, no. I was like, did we lose Brandy? Okay, she's here. Um, okay, I, I do. I, so I'll say something else on the emotional center. And then I do want to, what am I touching on, like, your generatorness and then some of the specific offerings you have with your business and sort of how they came about. And yeah. I think how that relates to your design would be really interesting to explore too. Um, yeah, love that. So with your, sometimes it's really interesting with the undefined centers to look, um, there's different like numbers when you look at your chart on the center. Mm-hmm. And it could be interesting to look at like what's defined, well, sorry, which um, gates are defined. So which gates are like lit up. Uh, which those are the numbers that are the gates. So mm. especially when there's like one gate lit up, cause that can mean like, it's something that's like coming in and out of your life um, with some mm. amount of frequency. So for you, yours is the gate. It, it connects to your uh, e- ego center, which I mentioned before, which has to do with like self-esteem and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this one's all about, um, but it doesn't, you don't have a full connection there. 
So like I said, mm-hmm. it can come and go, be a bit inconsistent. And this one's all about like friendship and family and connecting mm-hmm. with people. So like reading through this, the feeling I got was like, it's about like loyalty is really important to you, both in like you being loyal to others and others, mm-hmm. you having that loyalty returned uh, to you. And then how painful that can be when that's not reciprocated. Um, and so like, does that, does that resonate? I mean, I guess it resonates, yeah. me, does that resonate particularly for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that resonates with me a lot. I, I have like a pretty small group of people that I feel like are my group of people. Um, and yeah, I've been through shifts and friendships that have like, like, it feels like it takes over my whole life. Right. Like when something's kind of falling apart. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because my, like, (laughs) I am not. It's very project. Like it's very projector like, of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why I was just like, let's Which just get in there. A lot too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like it's. Um, <laughs> I crave deep connections, but I'm not like good at making them like i i think i'm probably friends with people who are projectors because i'm yeah. they get deep with me and i'm yeah. like oh yes please i'm not really good at initiating that which i think is part of why i have like a really small circle mm-hmm. but like that circle is like everything to me you know well i think that that also speaks to your profile so like in your profile like you're a four six and mm-hmm. like kyle has a four in his profile as well and like um when people have a four in their profile, it's like they are like very deep relationship builders yeah. and like their friends, their family, their communities are incredibly important to them. So that's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's reinforced in those two areas of your chart. And like oftentimes people with fours, you know, especially when they're like starting a business, like it's very natural for their first clients to be like their friends and family members and like yeah. friends of their and family of their friends. And that family. is literally all my clients right now. It's like <laughs> connections and connections of connections. Roll with it. Roll yeah. With and it. I, yeah, I, I, I think that was a really important thing for me to learn because um, of like, oh, it doesn't count if it's people I already know. It's like, what? Yes, this is like who I want to work with. These are like the people that are so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And then just like expanding that circle, people that find that deep connection and want to share it with others is yeah. like exactly how I want my business to run, you know? That's very, and Kyle, I don't know if you have any advice for her as a fellow four in that. Yeah. That's regard. what I was going to say. It's, it's right. On. No, I mean, it sounds like you're on, you're on the right track. Uh, my fourth line is something I feel like I need to get back in touch with. So I don't know if I'm like the best person to, (laughs) (laughs) I, there's definitely like aspects of it. Uh, but like going online, I feel like I, I lost that there was, there was something missing and it was that like Mm. getting to know. And I can see how like in the early days of going online, I had a lot of success through creating relationships and a lot of these Mm -hmm. things would come out of those relationships. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's really cool. Um, that you've got, you've I noticed you do like the monthly sun moon salutations, which you like run for free, mm-hmm. just let people come. And then you started doing yoga at like a bookstore, so you like bringing. Yeah, oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> how did that come? Yeah, about? so 
Well, so my primary like offer is to work with people one-on-one and I work with them long-term. So my offers for six months and it's a weekly meeting that's really, really intimate and personally curated for whatever they're going on with emotionally. So right now I tend to work with a lot of like women who are in transitional phases, like transitioning into motherhood, transitioning like out of marriage, people who are getting divorced, um, people who are going through like spiritual or religious transitions. Um, just cause that's kind of what stirs up emotions. Right. And like, even if you have a really good tool belt of dealing with emotions, like a shift or a change happens in your life and you're like, ah, how do I manage all of this? Um, so that tends to be like kind of the clients that I work with. Um, and that's primarily what I offer is sitting with them, going through these kind of emotional check-ins and using meditation and asana, um, to really sit with emotion, to process it, to experience it, to really learn to accept those emotions so that they can then be released through the movement of yoga. And so everything else I do is kind of like a way to give a piece of that to people that want to experience that in a group setting. Um, so yeah, bookstore yoga is just like, I just thought it would be something really cozy and kind of like a soul massage and that's kind of like the feeling I want to create with my one-on-one clients is like feeling like their soul is just so taken care of um and I when I think of that in like a physical place I think of like a bookstore so (laughs) that's just I yeah love that did you know the bookstore owner beforehand did you approach them like how did the how did that specific you know bookstore you know come about Yeah, well, honestly, I was just looking for like, um, a place in the community. And so I live in this really kind of historic area in Maryland. It's called Ellicott Mm -hmm. City. And it's like, older than America. And it's so cute and quaint. And there's all these like fun little local shops. And it's really great, like connecting with people there, because everyone there is like a little small business. And so this bookstore, they've only been open, like, since November, I think so almost a year. Um, and so, yeah, I just reached out to her and she was so excited and she's like, yeah, this would be perfect. They have like a beautiful wood floor and they're upstairs and it's just a really cute vibe. So, yeah. So did you walk by it? Do you just like, were you, did you like do a Google search and like see it? I'm in that area all the time. So yeah, I, I was like a frequent visitor of the bookstore. Like it's one of my favorite places to go on like a rainy day and the area where I live, just like get a little cup of tea and go look at the bookshop. So I was like, oh, this would be perfect for yoga. So yeah, it was so lovely that she was excited to do it. So that's how that So it's like about. a couple of things. It's so cool to listen to you talk through that because it's like a couple of things. It's like it's a spot in your community. It's mm-hmm. some a space that you felt like good in. And like as a generator, the strategies for generators is to respond. So it's like first like walking by that place like you responded by going in and mm-hmm. like continuing to go back repeatedly and then as you're kind of processing through okay, I want to do these group events in a in a space like a bookshop and then it's like kind of probably mentally going down your list and you're like that bookshop. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think I could think of any other bookshops, honestly. I'm just like, yeah, because, you know, I just, I think I, your, I find places your gut, where I'm comfortable. Yeah, yeah, and that is true. You. Like, with the head thing that I was talking about, when it comes to, like, decisions that I feel like are big, I've always been really good at trusting my gut. Like, 
especially, yeah, I don't know. I was talking about this with my husband because he's, um, he's wait for clarity. And so like when it'll come to something really big, I'll be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And he's like, uh, and then the next day he'll be like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Sounds like our house. My husband's trust your gut as well. And I'm wait for clarity. Like, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. so helpful when you understand how the people close to you operate Mm -hmm. especially I think that when it's different because then you're like all right I know that this person like needs a minute right (laughs) and like I can't expect them to be as quick as and move as quickly as as I'm moving um you know I think what was interesting as well about just hearing about your journey prior to doing what you're doing now and and even, you know, in what you're doing now is like, you're doing a couple of different things, right? It's like, you're doing these moon ceremonies, as Kyle mentioned, you're doing, you're working with your one-to-one clients, you're doing this like bookstore yoga. And like one of the pieces of our human design is called our definition and it's how we process. Mm -hmm. And usually the more, what we call them like splits you have in your chart, like the longer it takes you to kind of process information. And so Mm. you have what's called a synthesizing or a triple split. So like the way that your, um, the way that your centers are grouped together are like three separate connections. Mm. So people with a synthesizing connection tend to like a lot of flexibility. Yeah. In the people that they're around in the spaces that they're in and kind of like what their day-to-day looks like. It's like, they're the kind of people that are like, I like to mix it up. And Mm -hmm. and if they're in one space for too long, like they start to get itchy and it's like, has nothing to do with the space or the person that they're with. It's just that the lack of change Mm -hmm. can make them feel stuck. Yeah. And and that's, and listening to you hear to, to hear you, it's like, oh yeah, like it seems very natural to you. Yeah, and it's so interesting that you say that because I'm always someone that's like, oh my gosh, like change stresses me out. But then I also think about like, like I think that was was one thing that was really hard for me with teaching is like having the same routine every day. I loved my school, I loved my students, I loved my admin. Like all of it was like, I really loved it, but like getting up and going to school at the same time every day and having this structure, like it just felt like it was so like, like pulling my energy down. I don't know how to like else to say it, but it was just so rote and I felt so drained. And it's like, yeah, I feel so much more ease and like, oh, let's try this and let's try this and see how it feels. Even though it's like scary to do it, like I do feel a lot more energetic when I'm able to kind of, move and process through things like that and for generators you know even though they have very consistent energy to kind of go 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 all day long if they're not doing if you're not doing what like is personally satisfying to you you end up feeling frustrated yeah and so it's like even if it's something that you really love and doing and passionate about like you were about teaching it's just like because you weren't able to move that energy around, you started feeling, did it start to kind of make you feel confined? Yeah. And like, well, honestly, like I said, my background's in psychology and I'm really passionate about emotional wellness. And I 
didn't initially have my degree in teaching English. So I think it was like the teaching <laughs> English part that was like, Ugh, okay, this is exhausting. And so exactly. So it's like can lead you to feeling like very drained, mm-hmm. very depleted. So like, I think one of the misconceptions about both generators and manifesting generators is like, oh, you have energy to do to just go all day. It's like, yes, but Mm. Like it needs to be something that feels like really satisfying to me. Yeah, exactly. Kyle, did we, what other bits did you want to talk about Mariah about her chart? Um, I wanted, you mentioned earlier that you, you like resonate with being a projector. So like I'd already looked up one of your channels. So like our channels, they're where your two centers are connected um, by mm-hmm. one or more lines the, the lines and they're kind of they're things that do show up really consistently for us so we call them your strengths um mm-hmm. because yeah and so you've got three uh because of the way your channels kind of your charts kind of split up and two of them are what are called projected channels so that's why as even though you're a generator and you know got mm-hmm. consistent sort of a channel two of your three sort of main strengths do require being invited in um, to use them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So one is your ones that connect your head and your mind together. Uh, Because I was looking, because yours is, we've got different channels here. Uh, I won't explain mine because then you'll get confused, but yours is like the channel of inspiration. (laughs) And so... Mm. um, but that can often come like in the moment it can't really be forced but you're really here to inspire others with your mind which i thought was really interesting because like Mm. your knowledge of yoga and things like that that you are then here to like really like teach that and inspire others like a different way of of doing things and uh you're right using your ideas to inspire people as well yeah, no, I feel like that shows up so much in my business because, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like the thing that gave me courage to start my business is because of inspiration from a friend who had a business and really believed in mine. Like, so I I feel like I'm really easily inspired. Like, I just love taking things in and I'll turn around and implement it so fast. Like, I'll go to like a, like, just recently I went to a... Um, nervous system workshop and I was like oh my gosh yes and it just like inspired me so much I had all these thoughts and I can put it into my business immediately um and I feel like that is like my biggest passion and this sounds so cheesy but I feel like the one consistent thing throughout like all the things I've wanted to do throughout my life is like I just want to change the world I just want to be a part of something where people (laughs) feel like inspired and good I love that um yeah which like I think as a kid that felt like it needed to be really grandiose but now I'm just like oh like changing the world like my world is changed so often by just like inspiring people that just make shifts in my mind or shifts in my heart or just open it up in a way that I'm like wow that is so beautiful and yeah I think that's what I think of now when I think of changing the world is just how can I help people shift their mindset Mm -hmm. or their heart and just feel their deep and worthy goodness like I think so many of us just go through our life not knowing how good we are Mm. um and I feel that when I 
I'm inspired by others, you know, and like when others can help me see how good I am, uh, it's, yeah, it's, I just want to help other people feel that same way. Well, and it's what, what Kyle mentioned about this being a projected channel is like, you know, for this inspiration to land with people, it's like they, they need to invite you in. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like you're, clients are inviting you in to be inspired by you. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. like, you don't need to like force that you need, like feel the pressure to inspire people. It's like mm -hmm. when people are inviting you in by working with you, by following you on Instagram, signing up for your newsletter, showing up to one of your events, it's like, that's like that moment to be able to share what it is that you know um, yeah. and, be, and be able to shift them in that way. I have a question. So is that like projector line that you were talking about? Like, how does that connect with like being like, because I know I'm a generator, I'm not a projector, but that line, does, I'm, I'm also thinking about how you said like words of affirmation, because I feel like that that is my number one love language too. Like when a client like messages me and tells me how good the session was, I'm like, Oh, I'm in the right, I'm doing the right thing. Like it's really validating for me. So yeah, I'm curious like how those lines are connected. Related to, to like yeah. your type. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, do you want to answer that? Or do you want me to answer it? Uh, I mean, it depends on the lines themselves. They don't, the type more informs your strategy, which is like to respond, uh, I, mm. I feel like the words of affirmation might come more from, yeah, the open emotional center and the open ego mm. center, like having people feel That better. makes sense. Because my wife's a projector, but her love language is acts of service, not words mm. of affirmation. Whereas mine, it's like definitely words of affirmation. Not that she doesn't like being told things, but yeah, for her, it's <laughs> like, And it was, it was such a miscommunication there because she'd be like doing things for me. And I'd be like, I just want you to tell me I that you love me. <laughs> and like touch is my other one. It's like, I just want a foot massage. Like, what? stop cooking me lunch. Oh, my gosh. Like... <laughs> Literally, yes. And, uh, and then I'd be trying to like, you know, tell her. She's like, why do you just keep telling me all these like nice things? She's like, I want you to, you know, cook me, cook me dinner or something like that. So, um, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, with, with your... So your other two channels, it makes a lot of sense that you, because you've got the channel of vision, which is all about like moving, giving people other permission to, um, sorry, to be a role model in moving in a new direction. So really giving other people permission to like move in mm -hmm. a new direction. And then yeah. the other one's ambition, which like in its shat, what would call your shadow can be like, just trying to do everything, make all the money, get all the success and burn out. But in its wisdom, mm. it's really about, um, what do my notes say here? Uh, it's really about helping other people find their full potential. So it's like mm. using that sense of drive that you have to empower other people. So again, like with your, with your mind, it's like you can do the same thing if you end up, um, just getting stuck up there trying to solve all your old pro own problems all the time. You, you won't get anywhere just frustrated, but when you like can turn that onto other people and help them, that's, I feel like looking at your charts always a good thing for you to come back to 
if you feel like you're getting stuck yeah. it's like oh how can i help someone else get to their goals rather than focusing on just my goals and yeah success. no i think that's that's a lesson i'm still learning because it is like such a vulnerable place to be where you're like oh like i'm now using this gift that i want to use to inspire others and to help them reach their full potential but i'm now using it as my business and my like main source of income mm. and i do really easily get stuck in my head and that's when i notice like i'm more out of alignment i'm like oh i'm not like like i'm kind of trying to force something um and then I start to feel like inauthentic and yeah, just like finding my like, and I think with the open ego too, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. am I, Yeah. you know, I start to think like I'm doing it for the wrong reasons and then I get really <laughs> in my head about that. And yeah, it's a mess. Talking to two people with defined egos here and like, <laughs> we're here to tell you like, <laughs> charge your worth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And when you, and when you are, and like, you know, one of the things is like to consider is obviously it depends on where you're going or your business, whether you're just starting out or you're scaling, but mm -hmm. it's like, you're not serving anyone if you can't feed yourself. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's, you know, it's a slippery slope, of course, but at the same time, it's like also reminding yourself that like you know, the, the way that you're serving people, like it's an, it's an exchange, right? It can be emotional, it can be energetic, it can be monetarily. And so just making sure that you are feeling, you know, sufficiently compensated for the work mm. that you're doing, at least in one of those areas. And it's like, those buckets can probably change, like yeah. how much of each one as time goes on. Um, and, you know, through different interactions and engagements, but that is something that is really common for people to feel really tripped up on mm -hmm. is when they're using a gift um, for a monetary, monetary yeah. purposes and like having self-doubt about it. Yeah, well, that's why I think this, what you guys are doing is so beautiful, like well designed, like human design for people in wellness businesses. I think this is something that everyone <laughs> struggles with is like oh i have wellness i want to give it and i want it. like it's so needed in the world we should be like charging for it like it's so important um yeah and understanding all those facets is like so insightful yeah Thanks. do you have uh yeah. like like business buddies who you can you know when you have those moments who you can like not just friends but other people who are also in business who you can talk yeah. to yeah yeah, I actually, I feel like my <laughs> number one person that I do it with, it's so funny. She's actually like, so I know her from a friend. She's also a life coach. I actually am one of her clients. And then she hired me to go to a retreat and teach yoga. And then after that, she hired me to be, she's one of my clients now. <laughs> <laughs> and so we like both serve four, each other. Four lives. You're <laughs> such a four money. life. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and yeah so people like that like i feel like we're we are working with each other seeing each other in our own roles and as friends have our own business um and that's been like super helpful kind of advice and person to turn to for that sort of stuff yeah yeah business buddies are so helpful yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh can I share a... I've been wanting to share this on a, an upcoming episode. 
uh it's very it's a it's a real projector thing but it's just with talking about using your strategy so really like and and in terms of like finding clients and and getting your worth and stuff like that i think this is a a good example of it so my wife she's like a a personal trainer who specializes in pelvic floor stuff and not like Hmm. not like oh you know you know do these breathing exercises it's like full blown like and that understanding the anatomy and well yeah the strength training but then yeah like also understanding like how the pelvic floor has crazy impacts on the whole your whole physiology um so she's really like gone deep and she's got she's got a one line uh in her profile which is all about like becoming an expert on something so she said that's where Mm. that's the rabbit hole she's gone down uh anyway there's, there's a local like physiotherapist group here where we live hopefully i don't know if anyone local to me listens to this podcast but (laughs) hopefully not (laughs) i'm not gonna say anything too bad but i probably don't want it getting super but she uh yeah so there's like a bunch of physiotherapists there they do like clinical pilates there um Mm. they do they have like different therapists come down from like melbourne which is like our nearest capital city who like specializes in like hands and stuff like that. So so they they're pretty good. And my wife kept being like, oh, I feel like I should reach out to them and like you know offer my services or something like that because you know you go see a physiotherapist, they sort of give you some exercises to do at home and that's it. But they don't really work with you one on one to really mm-hmm. like implement those changes. And uh, I was like, uh thinking about it and sort of started getting up in my using my defined mind to be like all right let's work out a strategy of how you're going to approach it and then like halfway through i was like (laughs) i think you should just follow like your strategy on this and just like like it doesn't really make sense and follow your authority like if you feel like you you're meant to reach out to him she's a splenic authority it wasn't there and then like a few months later she's like oh i really feel like i should just like i could really help their clients because she was looking for clients and she's Mm -hmm. like oh we should and again, I was like, no, I think you should just follow your authority with it. Uh, anyway, then like another month later, out of nowhere, the lady who runs this physiotherapy messages her on Instagram. It's like, can I book in to come see you? Um, yeah. And my wife is still in the early stages of her business. She has about five or six clients. Like, so she's still pretty, pretty new. Uh, and he was yeah. a very experienced person who would like, have added everyone in our area had reached out to her she's like you seem to know what you're talking about um can we catch up uh, anyway it's just so interesting for that to happen like literally out of nowhere by her like continuing to just trust her thing about hon- her one line which is about honing her craft three line which is mm. about like experimenting making mistakes uh and then trusting her you know authority uh, which her intuition yeah. was not saying she was definitely coming from this like mental place. Uh, anyway, that was just like this really like awesome <laughs> success story. So she's had a session with her, and um, that's they're, amazing. They're like, oh, can we so ref- can we refer clients to you um, who we feel like <laughs> need like ongoing stuff? There was no hus- no Dream. hustling there going on. Yes. At all. Um, yeah. So that was yeah. I've been like, oh yes, definitely need to share this in an upcoming episode. Um. And yeah, good thing about trusting for you, Mariah, like trust that fourth line, mm-hmm. which you're already doing, which is like 
start with the people you know um, start with the connections you have trust that they lead to like more opportunities um and then i know we talked about it a lot last episode yeah trust your gut yeah don't yeah Mm -hmm. it's so tempting with that powerful mind to like try and rationalize it don't just be like i don't know why this is the right choice or this is i don't know why but this is the wrong choice this person is not right for me or this situation Hmm. yeah that i feel like that's exactly where i'm at right now is like knowing when to sit back and just kind of trust the process that i'm doing now because it's it is i'm like exactly like where you were saying your wife is like I'm at the very beginning you know I have like seven clients and I'm just you know this bookstore yoga starting for the first time on Friday like it's all very very fresh um and it is so easy to and I I can I'm getting better at knowing like when I'm regulated like emotionally because it's when I'm not Mm. regulated that I start getting into my mind and decisions that I felt so good about, like even like my price on my offer that I'm like, yes, this Mm. is the perfect place to be. Like then I'll start picking it apart and, Oh, I don't think people are going to pay this or this is what people are thinking. And it's, yeah, just learning to sit back and trust. And it's, it's like, it's so crazy how quick those shifts can happen. Cause especially with like the, the catastrophizing I'll just be like oh my gosh this isn't working this is terrible and then it'll be something like you just said with your with the experience your wife had where something will just come yeah up from the back work that I've been putting in and I'm like oh it is working um it's just so hard in the beginning it's oh my god scary but yes <laughs> it's hard in the middle it's hard at the end <laughs> I know it's all hard Shit. we're all always learning um, when so when I no, was we didn't talk uh, breaking line. up a bit before, you guys didn't talk about sixth line. <laughs> no. no, oh my gosh, I'm because obsessed with sixth line, so I'd love to talk about it. <laughs> you're you're like 28, right? Have you had your birthday? Yes. Yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I spicy. I'm almost 29. My husband's <laughs> also a sixth line. He just turned 30, and okay. I shared it with him, and he's like, "Oh, I." feel it i feel yeah. it and my mom's also a six line and she's in her guru stage her yeah. so it's really fun I've, i'm seeing it in all the all the spaces <laughs> yeah in and her guru it, yeah that's, stage, I love that. oh absolutely <laughs> yeah kyle that's and so i cool. know a six line that's also in her guru stage we're actually gonna have her on the show and like cannot wait <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so excited yeah, I, yeah. I feel like of all human design, I don't know why I didn't talk about this before, like, because obviously the emotion center and the authority, but like the, I don't even know what that thing, the profile, the six thing, when I heard, I was like listening, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I'm obsessed with it. I, it's like, <laughs> it gives me so much excitement to like know the three phases um, and like have, I, I can think back to being a child and like seeing my it's mom so go cool through these phases have, and seeing her yeah, now and I'm just like, to, like I'm so models. excited I think especially for a six and my husband has a six and so do both of my kids and so like I'm very excited mm-hmm. that they have 
similarly like that example mm. of what that looks like. And what we can be challenging sometimes, what I've noticed is sometimes people see a six yeah. and they're like, oh, I have to wait until I'm 50 to like, you know, like hit, hit my like high point. And it's like, it's not like that. And I think I had someone really mm. explain it to me in like such a fun way where they're like, it's like wine. It just keeps getting yeah. better. And I'm like, I don't drink, but like, yes, I love that. <laughs> But yes, I, love, I just love your excitement. <laughs> like, yes, I left my six line, and it's just like yes. you're like so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes me feel like okay that I'm like a chaotic I'm mess. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to be. It. I'm That's just right. Keep learning <laughs> and I love that taking off. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I saw I derailed that, but yeah, I'd love to go into that. Yeah, I mean, wh- where you are now, like I, I would just say, like, it's, I thought of it because you're talking about your business. Just trust that it, this might not be its final form, and that it, you, yeah, it's possible you've hit it early, like because it's you know it's around your Saturn return, so it's possible that the change, mm-hmm. the change from teaching to this is already yeah. been it or it's possible this is also just like a stepping stone that you're meant to experiment with that will help lead you to the next thing in the next few years uh but yeah that would be like yeah. my main thing would be like don't see any of these changes which you don't see into any way as like a failure or anything but mm-hmm. they're actually like giving you this experience that you that you need to help prepare you for the next yeah thing. I am like a huge perfectionist. So I think that's why I was so excited about the sixth line. It like almost gave me, it, it felt like it gave me permission to mess up and yeah. just to like experiment <laughs> and to like really learn. Yeah. And, and I, I had gotten an astrology reading around the time I was thinking about shifting from teaching to my business. And that's when I learned about Saturn return and I was just starting it. And so I've definitely been like tuning into that and like seeing this huge shift like it it really has been a big year of shifts like I just bought a house we just moved like started my business it's yeah it's happening (laughs) (laughs) and I and yeah I think I think I've through the lens even of human design and just leaning into trusting my gut um I feel like, <laughs> wow, how awesome is it to make mistakes? Like I, I used to just that, I guess that open ego, just like, oh my gosh, like just be so, 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 so hard on myself, my whole life for making mistakes. And I was just reflecting on this in the last month or so. I'm like, <laughs> I have made so many mistakes in my business and like, I'm living my dream. Like I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing and yeah, I just am totally shifting my perspective yeah. on making mistakes. I'm like, oh, it works. <laughs> Learning from mistakes is like such a positive I thing that all, um, I had take such a, a bad relationship for sure. with for so long. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. We're nearly at our time, guys. Yeah. Oh, do you have any questions for us? I don't know. <laughs> really, 
I'm feeling my open throat. Like, you don't have the to. spot. <laughs> you can. I know you're like I don't like this. Stop asking her yeah, open-ended questions. It's, it's a fail. <laughs> also, if you think of something, well, th- that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want another question? Yes or no? <laughs> All right. I'm just here for the ride, guys. Awesome. <laughs> All right, no problem. If something pops Absolutely, up later, just message one of us. We got you. We got you. Well, thank you so much. It was so fun yeah, having yeah. you. Yeah, this was such a wonderful you. experience. Where, uh, yeah, yeah. And Mariah, Maybe people, want... yeah. Where can we find you online? Go. Um, I'm my biggest yes, presence is on Instagram. <laughs> so, Honeybee Yoga, uh, B with one E. So it's yep. like addressing Honeybee, um, Honeybee Yoga, and my website is honeybeeyoga.com. And yeah, you can always book a free consult with me. Um, I know we talked about the coffee shop, which uh, not coffee shop, the bookstore yoga, which is <laughs> maybe I need to do that too, um, <laughs> which is local. But I also do virtual group sessions once a month, the last Saturday of the month. Um, this month is processing grief, which I'm yeah, so excited so about. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, I'm actually oh, celebrating, well, so not good. celebrating, that was the wrong word. I yeah. am coming up on um, the anniversary of one of my closest friends' um, death date um, for two years, and I'm doing the processing grief on that anniversary, so I think it's going to be really beautiful. So anyone um, struggling with grief, mm. I love the feeling of grief i think it's beautiful and wonderful and mm-hmm. i'd love to help people kind of create that relationship with grief so that's what i've got coming up most recently awesome yeah i think i need a book a session yeah with you. <laughs> thank you so much please <laughs> love to have you yeah. guys <laughs> probably yeah. need yeah. to attend that it'll, session as well <laughs> it'll be powerful bring your tissues <laughs> Well, thank you so much yeah. for for hopping yeah. on with us and chatting with us today. If any of you want to get in contact with Mariah, <laughs> hit her up on the gram. Awesome. Thank you we'll so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hi, it's Kyle again. I just wanted to take a moment at the end of this episode to thank you for listening. If you'd like to show us some love or... Uh, keep in touch with new episodes that we bring out make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast player and also give us a heart or a like or a thumbs up or whatever they've got there as that helps us with the algorithm gods Uh, if you could leave us a review if you've got a message for us please leave us a review if your app lets you because we also really appreciate that and really appreciate reading those and if you'd like to get in touch or send us a message the easiest way to do that is to hop on the Instagram, find us at, at @welldesignedhd, and just send us a message through there, and that'll uh, go to both of us. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back again soon.